Greetings in the name of Christ. This is the Hope to Hope podcast, a podcast that exists to share Christ, his truth, and his saving love for his people. To this end, we exist to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. We conclude looking at the story of Martin Luther today. Martin Luther, as I said, wrote a lot. His writings could fill 55 large modern-day volumes. But on top of that, Martin Luther also wrote hymns, and the hymn that he probably is most remembered by is the hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, written around 1527. It exalts the sovereignty of God in the hearts and in the minds of those who believe and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, to say that Christ is our hope in life and in death. It was translated from German by Frederick Hedge in 1853. It is often told that Martin Luther would often comfort his friends through singing Psalm 46. And in fact, a mighty fortress is our God is a paraphrase of Psalm 46. When his friend Melanchthon was afraid on the streets, thinking that he was going to die because of the pending persecution, Martin Luther would often say to him, Be comforted, my friend. Christ is our hope in life and in death. Let us sing together Psalm 46. Louis Benson records the following about a mighty fortress is our God. He says, It was the messaliers of the Reformation. It was sung at Oxbeck during the Diet and in all the churches of Saxony, often against the protest of the priest. It was sung in the streets, and so had comforted the hearts of Melanchthon, Jonas, and Crucifer as they entered Vima when banished from Wittenberg in 1547. It was sung by poor Protestant immigrants on their way into exile, and by martyrs at their death. It is woven into the web of the history of Reformation times, and it became the true national hymn of Protestant Germany. Martin Luther was 62 when he died in 1546. He had faults, and that stops us from idolizing him. But to read his life is in itself spiritually exhilarating. His life teaches us that no amount of righteousness of our own can ever help us to stand right with God. Luther always saw the righteousness of God as an attribute of the sovereign Lord by which he judges sinners, not an attribute sinners could ever possess. But the light came on for Luther when he rightly understood Romans chapter 1 verse 17 which states, for in it, in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. In his words, Luther says, I saw the connection between the justice of God and the statement that the just shall live by his faith. Then I grasped that the justice of God is that righteousness by which through grace and sheer mercy 
God justifies us through faith. Thereupon, I felt myself to be reborn and to have gone through open doors into paradise. The whole scripture took on a new meaning, and whereas before the justice of God had filled me with hate, now it became to me an expressibly sweet and greater love. This passage of Paul became to me a gate to heaven. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and it is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not as a result of works so that no one may boast. Justification would become Martin Luther's favorite doctrine, a truth that dramatically changed his life and the church up to this day. One author states, Because Christians are justified by faith alone, and their standing before God is not in any way related to personal merit. Good works and practical holiness do not provide the grounds for acceptance with God. God receives as righteous those who believe, not because of any good thing he sees in them, not even because of his own sanctifying work in their lives, but solely on the basis of Christ's righteousness, which is reckoned to their account. Paul says in Romans chapter 4, verse 5, To the one who does not work but believes, in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is reckoned as righteousness. What can we learn from the Martin, life of Martin Luther? in 2020 during lockdown well maybe some of you have gone back to work or have always been at work but if you are allowed a little bit more time by god like matiluda who memorized all of the new testament and a large deal of the old testament may we revive that godly discipline of memorizing scripture that it becomes to us words that are sweet that that are always on our lips. May we go to no one but God alone in times of trouble, because he alone is our mighty fortress against our foes. Let us learn that there is no such thing as purgatory. If you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, when you die, your souls will be with him. As Paul says, we would rather be away from the body and be at home with the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8. And then in Philippians chapter 1, verse 21. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. May God enable us to strike blows for Christ in, his, in our own ways, as he did through Martin Luther.